two, three, get it. Hey, it's the Talking About Woolers podcast, episode number eight. Welcome, people. Uh, bad weather coming to the East Coast. It is raining over here in New York. And it looks like we're going to have a hurricane coming, I think. I don't follow the news, so I don't know. So, But this is what I'm hearing. Uh, so, what's going on? Um, a lot of you just like to hit me up in DMs and ask, say to me, you know, how do I become a referee? How do I become a referee? This is becoming the Becca Daily thing. Well, let me kill a couple of things for you. All right. Again, hitting me up in the DMs is not the way to go. Okay. I would suggest you find your way to a gym and you hang around. You have to be around this. You find out where the amateur boxing is going on. And you start there. But there's this, this one thing that, that, as I thought about it, I'm going to take a different approach about this. You say you want to be a referee or a judge. Do you really want to do that? Why do you want to do this? I mean, because everyone who does this has had to train over and discipline themselves over years and time, just like anything you do in life, right? Uh, but who is the guy that wants to officiate? Hmm? You ever think about that? Who is the guy or the, the young lady that wants to be an official? Okay. You know where you generally found, find them? at and around the circuit. I hear a lot of chauvinist dickhead dudes talking about, she's never put on gloves, what does she know about boxing? I guarantee you, probably more than you know. And I qualify that by saying, I'll give you one example. There was a young man that used to, when I was in the amateurs, quiet young kid. We'd see him, we'd wear him in, and he started boxing in tournaments. And his first fight, his mother showed up. And she was a quiet, quiet church-going woman. Wore the, the skirt down to the ankle. Very, and she was with her boy, and she was with him every step of the way. Not because she was in the boxing, because she was with her son. And I don't know, for some she wore, she had the thick glasses, she was nerdish looking, like that real church looking, you know, that real, I got to just say, that real Jamaican, West Indian, Brooklyn, go to uh, a, a, Pente a Pentecostal, sanctified church growing woman. You know, and her son wanted the box, he's like 15. And you can tell she didn't understand it. Never been around it. Had no clue. And let's fast forward. The boy's in the ring. And this woman, you can tell, she does, she's not feeling this. 
just not feeling this at all. And the bell rings. And she's clearly upset. She's clearly not, she's clearly not enjoying herself. But the boy turns out to be pretty good. Good jab, follow the jab, hook, did all the good things. And he wins his fight. Let's fast forward. He makes one of the tournaments, one of the local tournaments, and I see her again. And she seems a little more more relaxed now. Now she's like the one of the mothers who sits off on the side. You know, just sits off and watches. Doesn't really pay, but she watches things. And she used to, when there was this, this issue, she would ask questions. Why are you doing that? Why do you do this? Why do you do that? I'm saying because this is what you have to do. This is the process. Bah, bah, bah. Uh-huh. And she'd walk away. Going down the line. Her son now is in the golden gloves. And I see her again. And now you see her ringside and she's all into it. <laughs> she's zero focus. She's total focus on it. She's, in, she's absorbing everything. Everything. So then when we came down to when we were looking for officials, we were having a hard time getting people to officiate. You know, it's just, and you, you know, you get your boy to come down and you train him and you try to show him things. And one of the things that happens to you, and this Young lady observed all this on Saturday afternoons. I had trained a few officials. One guy in particular who was probably six foot four, 250 pound, big guy, big scary guy, bald head. Scary guy, looked the part. Okay, maybe we got something here. And the very first show we had was a, we had with this group was up in Webster, PAL, up in the Bronx, Webster Avenue. Now, those of you who know that spot, you know what I'm talking about. On a Friday night, packed, packed. Little kids, J.O. kids. Had trained this guy for three weeks. Asked him, are you ready? Suddenly he just had a different look on his face. For some reason, he had a different look on his face. And when we put him in the ring, in the ring, I gave him like little seventy pounders, the little guys. And the bell rang. And I can promise you, if we went to Webster Avenue Gym, I'm sure they took him out of. They eventually took him out of the ring, but he, I think he's still standing in the corner because he never came out the corner. He turned sheet white, as white as the, as the uniform. And he just closed down. And he didn't move. He didn't know what to do. And the fight got so out of control, it caused a riot. So now I got all these new people in there. And they're in a full-scale situation where we're being told if people come outside, there's gangs out there that's ready to get down on a Friday night. Needless to say, I never saw that guy again. I never saw him again. But you know who was there? This young lady. 
And she approached me. Well, the next time I saw her, she was at the certification. Sitting there, and she, I said, what are you doing here? Your son's not, there's no, you know. She said, I want to learn how to judge. Show me how to judge. I'm like, are you serious? I'm like, she says, yes. And she went through the whole process. Now, in my head, I'm going, I don't know why she wants to do this. But she did everything that we do. She learned how to time keep. She learned how to glove. She learned how to do rap. She learned how to do everything. Well, let me back up. At one point, <laughs> she went from being the quiet church woman sitting down over on the side to being the loudest person in the, in, in the arena when her son fought. She used to get so into it. She used to get the little the dance going and the whole, you know. I thought I had her down as candidate for taking off the shoe coming into the ring. I figured one day she might do it. But anyway, we turned her official. Right? We start you out on the junior Olympic circuit. And I watched her progress to where she was better than half the, the people who were coming and talking about, I want to be a referee. I want to be a judge. Show you how far we took it. I was short on, on referees one day. Just didn't have enough referees. But I had the weight classes that I thought, let me try something. And I asked her, I said, do you think you can referee these little girls? And she said, yes, I'm there. And I sort of switched click on. And from the minute the bell rang, she had shown me she had paid attention to every detail that needed to be paid attention to. Now, I won't tell you where she is now in boxing, but, okay. Now, the point to that story is, you just don't sit on your couch and say, well, I'm going to hit Steve Willis up and I'm going to ask him how to be a ref. You got to take yourself to it. That's how you got to do it. Okay, now that we've been too serious, <laughs> have y'all, I posted on that segue, this cut segue. I posted on my Instagram story. Uh, 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 it's a test of your, your sense of humor. Uh, I posted another reason why leave things to the pros. It's backyard wrestling. And for me, it's just completely hilarious because it's just hilarious. But what you have, I'm turning over rice as we speak, people. Don't, excuse me. You have to multitask while you, uh, while you do this thing here, man. You know, there's life going on, man. We gotta go, we gotta do what we gotta do. You know, I'm not gonna burn the rice talking to y'all. So anyway, uh, so you got a guy up there on the top rope. On the top rope. And I'm looking at this ring and there's no spring. You know, in wrestling, you need the spring in the center. It's pure slits and hard based. And dude jumps down and his leg snaps at the knee. 
But what's particularly hilarious for me is, is watching his head slam against the canvas before his legs fold. <laughs> Uh, he was concussed, and then he was like, oh, oh, my, I broke my leg. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, you know, guys, leave it to the pros. Leave it to the pros. Well, I hope that meant anything to y'all, but I'm over my time, and that's it. I'm going to go eat my rice now and try to get through the rest of the day. This has been Talking About Willis. Episode number eight. See ya.